When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a show in season five. If I could Baba do Booey, it. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Shut up, Leonard. Wiggly and Jazz, here till it ends. Need it to pass or fail Greendale with all of our friends. The brightest timeline makes you say, Touche. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's community building here on Post Show Recaps, talking about Season 5, Episode 3 of Community. And, whew, all right, I'm going to try and say it. Jess Sterling, hi, Jess. I'm going to try and say this slowly. You ready? Mm-hmm. Basic intergluteal numismatics. Nailed it. Did I get it? Got it. Like a quarter in the crack. He <laughs> nailed it on the first Try here. Hi, Josh Wiggler. Joined here by Jess Sterling. Now, Jess, you could do whatever uh, intro of yourself you were about to do. I don't even remember it this time. <laughs> uh, no squealing. Okay, wait. Just squeal. Just squeal. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Some some squealing from our special guest who has been squealing into the microphone for the better part of a decade. Actually, like a decade? For I think it's a decade. Antonio, is it a decade? It's getting close. It's getting close. close to a decade for yeah. our special guest. Is he... The ACB, well, he is the ACM, uh, two Zs, one R, the one and only Antonio Mazzaro making his community building debut. Antonio, I'm hyped. This is exciting, and my money don't jiggle, jiggle, it folds. Uh, so it makes for an interesting <laughs> ACB situation, is all I'll say. Wow, uh, how are the two of you when it comes to ACV? Uh, are you are you all on the ACV train or no? Apple cider vinegar. Yeah, that apple cider vinegar. Oh, that ACV. ACV means something very different in my line of work, so I was very oh. confused as to how you knew about ACV. What is ACV? <laughs> are you allowed to say, or is this like? Uh... Yeah, it's very boring though, and no one cares. It's called it's actual cash value and insurance. Baby. Oh, relevant to the ass crack bandit, I think <laughs> is that actual, actual cash, cash value. value of a quarter. Yeah, a quarter of a buck uh, mm-hmm. really makes a big difference. Well, Antonio, we are psyched to have you making your community building debut a couple of near misses in the past but this is the one and when we gave you the lay of the land of season five this was the episode you really wanted to to get on you said to me 
I think about episode three of season five all the time. Yes. Uh, and honestly, this has been on my list throughout. Uh, there's only really one other episode where I was like, I have to. That's the that's really the one. So this is one of the two community episodes that really stand out to me and that I remember and that I can revisit over and over again and feel great about. Not that I don't love community. I love it. Uh, but this one for me, it really is a standout. And I was so thrilled to get the chance to finally link up and join this great podcast. Was there uh, what was the episode you were talking about? Was it a previous episode? Is it one that we missed already? It was uh, one that you did already. Yeah. And I don't even remember exactly what was it's it called. Was it Pillows and Blankets? It was. Yep. Yeah. Yep, 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 I was yep. going to say, I'm pretty sure it was that one yeah yeah uh, I just it's uh, maybe it's me liking the inch perfect community parody uh which of course they do plenty of but those two stand out for me for sure yeah well this episode surprise it's another season five episode that i have adored we're three for three baby season five is officially lit and once again jess this is an episode of community that i've watched twice in one week i have mm-hmm. uh Kept that streak alive so far. Season five for me so far has been the most rewatchable. Uh, and I got to imagine that this episode of Community Season Five is considered a, a Hall of Fame episode. Has oh, it's a be. legendary episode. Yeah. Um, when I was uh, in way back when, back in the days of uh, yonder patron only podcast, um, this was when I was definitely considering adding to the list before we decided to keep it to seasons one to three and then just puppets from four yeah um because it's just so iconic i think something that i love about this episode is nearly everyone has something fun to do i feel like most of the characters are kind of like at their best slash worst however you want to look at it um but regardless they all have something fun to do of course it's an amazing annie episode so in my bias i am Uh, i love this episode hey in my bias it's an amazing chang episode so there you (laughs) go everybody everybody wins uh antonio why does the ass crack bandit episode of community live uh i don't know if it's paying rent i don't know if it's rent free i'm sure it pays some rent in your head but however it's living in your head why does this one stick with you so much See if I can say this out of my front mouth. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> the, it's a nice uh, extra, churro you're munching It's an extra on. long churro, yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I think it's the vibe. It's all vibes. This is just a really a vibes episode for me. The way that it ends uh, and diverges from the, the goings-on and the tomfoolery that's happening throughout the episode and how that fits so perfectly with the parody, managing to dovetail those two things together in the way the episode does it's just all vibes for me the rain it's raining all the time the credit sequence uh damages style or whatever you want to call it the idea that there is a send-up going on of tv shows and crime things happening in general but also an inch perfect david fincher setup it's just all something perfect Finch Perfect, uh, which is not have any singing in it. It really is good. I, I'm just a, such a fan, and I remain I- intrigued by who the ACB really is all these years later. Yeah, I can't believe this, Jess. We leave uh, the the basic intergluteal numismatics without understanding who is the basic intergluteal bandit. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we get to the end of the episode because there are everyone has their theories as to who the actual ACB is, um, if there is just one ACB. So we'll we'll get to it because there's an entire Wikipedia article um, on the community wi- uh, Wikipedia that is dedicated to who the ACB is. Sure, I am not surprised that this is uh, this is the subject of much intrigue. Mm-hmm. This this does not ever get revealed. I hope right. This is going to be like a mystery um, forever. 
Right. So I will say like there is a season six episode where it like gets referenced. Okay. Um, and then there is uh as of 2020, they did do a Zoom reunion. Um, I've seen it. It was like, you know, uh like every show kind of did like a Zoom reunion in 2020. Anything to get us through, yeah. Anything to get us through. Um, but yeah, there uh Harmon did give who I won't say it right now, but Harmon did say who he thought the ACB was on Ooh. that Zoom reunion. So there okay. is like some clarity of vision. If you want to look at that as like nothing canonically in nothing community. canonically okay. in community. No, that's good. That's good. I think that I'd be a little disappointed. I think that the other thing that I was uh, uh, everything that you're both saying about this episode and why it's beloved. I, I totally feel that vibe. The vibe of the episode was just great. Every character does. I feel like for me to spoil my ratings, like I don't think anyone's going to get lower than a, a four and maybe not even lower than a four and a half. I loved everybody in this episode. I was once again, mightily surprised by community season five, Antonio, because I, I have known that Pierce is not going to make it for quite a while, but I think like even knowing that he dies, I don't think that you could be prepared for like, they just drop. He's dead in the middle of the climax of an episode that is otherwise entirely unrelated to Pierce uh, with like a little bit of, I guess, like a Pierce tease at the, at the start of the episode with, um, with, uh, with John Oliver's joke about Mike Ehrmantraut uh, and the bald cap. Uh, like, I guess like we're slightly setting up that Pierce is still a person in the ecosystem of the show, but man, I was, I was so shocked by that. Do you, do you love that aspect of this episode that this is how they choose to sort of, uh, I don't know, like weaponize Chevy Chase's exit to totally blindside us. Definitely. Given what we know about the the inability or the lack of uh, permission or whatever you want to call it for Chevy Chase to return to set, it was fun to hear you, Josh, uh, speculating earlier in this season with the hologram uh, what what we could do with Chevy Chase. How could we make this work? And, oh, look, it, it looks like Pierce might actually still be a thing. He's not just going to be written off off screen. I suppose we're going to deal with that at some point. The way this some point works in this is just so good for me. As I said earlier, that it sideswipes uh, the viewers in the way that death would sideswipe somebody when it's sudden and you don't expect it to be coming. Uh, it doesn't wait for the climax of the episode. It doesn't happen at a time that's convenient to a story in real life. Sometimes it just happens like this. So it was really interesting that they chose to, like I said, work this into the parody. That That's a choice that was made. It's really something that I'll never forget about the episode. And I think, you think about Dan Harmon's story structure famously, right? Just everything that an episode's supposed to do and follow all these Joseph Campbell steps or whatever you want to call it. The idea that this one just sidetracks and goes off the rails completely because of what happens with Pierce. And yet the episode isn't wasted. So good. So good. Yeah. Uh, really, really fun. We're going to dive into all of it. Of course, uh, if you are listening to this episode of Community Building, ideally you're listening to it in the Post Show Recaps patron feed where Community Building episodes drop early each and every week. Uh, if you sign up at patreon.com slash post show recaps, you could also watch episodes of Community Building record live as they happen. Not this time. This time is, uh, this is off the menu. We're a little off the menu on this one, but typically we record live. So if you want to get involved in any of that, patreon.com slash post show recaps, not just for community building, but you also get access to a community that was built. Uh, it's the post show recaps patron discord that you can hang out in. Jess is there. Antonio's there. I'm there. A whole bunch of other people are there. 
We have a really, really good time if you want to get involved in that, especially in the community building channel that, Jess, I'm basically not allowed to look at. Uh, I'm really basically unwelcome in the community building you channel. You are welcome. You just can't look <laughs> at things that say no Josh. Yeah, I can't look at the things that say no Josh, which is about 90% of the community building channel. But if you say yes, Josh, I'll look. Uh, so come hang out with us there. We would love to see you there. You also get so many other perks when you're a patron of Posher Recaps, including uh, exclusive podcasts for the com- uh, for the patron feed, for the Posher Recaps patron feed. You also get ad-free versions of podcasts that are on Posher Recaps, including the Breaking Bad Pilot 15-year anniversary podcast that Antonio and I recorded last week, which was such a pleasure, Antonio. Uh, one of my... One of my favorite podcasts we've ever done. Thank you. I, th- I had a great time with that podcast as well. Great Do you want to thank me? Because I was involved in it too. I said that. Did I not say thank you? Yeah, oh, you did. I, I, he does this all the time, Antonio. You just have I to get nervous. used to it. He gets very upset when you don't off, like give him tons of praise. Constantly. Give me credit. Praise <laughs> me. Thank you, Josh. I had yeah. a great time podcasting. I with thought you. you were saying thank you to Jess, who was on the call as a producer of the Breaking Bad Pilot yep. podcast. Yep. And I was starting to get jealous that you were. Thank you, Jess. Me. Thank you, Josh. Thank you yeah. for letter name that begins with J uh, and has an S in there. Uh, yeah, that was a great time. Uh, really fun to look back at the pilot of Breaking Bad, all these 15. 15 years later that said i'm looking back at community talking here and it's probably 15 years too right gotta be getting close yeah i remember watching community in law school and telling law school colleagues to talk about it and that had to be 2006 through 2009 or so so it was somewhere in that range for sure yes uh community when did you I want to say 2009. Uh, yes, yeah, September 17th, 2009. Uh, so let's get our ducks in a row for the 15-year anniversary next year. Uh, it would be a very fun podcast to put together here. So if you want to listen to that Breaking Bad 15-year anniversary podcast, of course, it's in the Better Call Saul podcast feed here on Post Show Recaps, but it's also ad-free for the patrons of Post Show Recaps. Antonio and I are very, very proud of that one, and uh, Jess was also vital in the creation of that podcast. Uh, if you give it a listen, let us know. We'd love to hear uh, what you thought. Uh, could be a good template for some of the other things we want to do on the podcasts this year. With all of that said, let's start breaking into the tale of the ass crack bandit jess sterling basic intergluteal numismatics take us away yes so we start the episode with shirley cutting the ribbon for shirley sandwiches in the greendale cafeteria and her sons sing a version of the song creep i'm a hippie fall could look you in the eye it's so perfect. You're just like an angel. You're just Literally like an angel. Antonio makes me cry oh. when he doesn't thank me <laughs> nearly enough. You're so fucking special, Josh. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I wish I were special. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting uh, for it. Man, Radiohead S- hates that song, or I think it's more Tom York hates that song. What a what a uh, what a bad take. Uh, it's such a good song. Self-loathing, one of the all-time greats. I think uh, it's from Coachella one year, but Prince covering it is just oh my gosh, phenomenal. Yes. So, yeah. but this was also wasn't this like in a trailer for the Social Network, the choral version of this song, and thus why it's being featured here by Shirley's that, uh, children. That feels right. That this is like another Fincherism, uh, and so we're getting it here. And it, wow, does it just set the tone so, well, that and so the, well? 
they do a great job here with um i think we talked about it in the premiere episode about how it's a little bit darker like grayer this whole episode looks like it's been like washed in blue um it's very dark looking um and this this does not disappoint uh as we kind of pan around greendale it's raining the ceiling of course is leaking there's buckets and garbage cans everywhere to collect the drippings um neil passes garrett who's struggling to open his locker uh, he drops some folders, and when he bends down to pick them up, he drops his pencil, and he goes, "It two pencils! This is a thing, huh? Like, I feel like uh, Brute is getting around. Is Brute just... the ass-crack Brutus? Is that what's going on? Brute. Yeah. Uh, and so as he bends over to pick up the pencil, he gets cracked, and yeah. he screams out, "Ass!" Crack bandit. This episode is uh, almost re- uh, almost another really difficult one for the Dean's list because yeah, there are a lot of great uh, performances from the guest cast. Garrett here is incredible. This is, I think, for me, like a Hall of Fame Neil episode. Uh, the the ass crack bandit declaration though is yeah. tremendously tremendously good, and so. This isn't the first time we're hearing about the ACB on Community, right? Like, ACB was name-checked back in season two or three? Yeah, in season two is when the Ass Crack Bandit is first mentioned, and it's when um, Annie is running for uh, student body president, um, and she says she'll bring justice to the assailant known only as the Ass Crack Bandit. Um, and that, it's just like a one-off line in season two and in, uh, intro politi- to political science is the exact yeah. episode. Um, and so then I love that this is so community to take a one-off line and make it in an entire episode about the ass crack bandit. Yeah. Uh, Antonio, are you like me, somebody who lives in constant fear of getting cracked by the ass crack bandits of the world? Maybe not a quarter, but eyes. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want eyes. I don't want eyes. I know it's called a coin slot, but it could be an eye slot as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I don't want eyes there. Um, yes, of course. Of course I'm like you. Unlike you, I'm not sure I let that fear uh, make me do anything about it. Oh, it makes me so nervous all the time. Yeah. I'm constantly hiking up these scenes. This is why... Having been someone who grew up in the age of the low-rise jeans in my teen years, never, ever again will I ever do that. When high-waisted pants became a thing, I lived my best life. (laughs) I was like, high-waisted pants? Uh Bring them on, baby. You're not going to get me, ACB, because I got those high-waisted leggings. Uh, HWLs. Yeah, I I would live if the ass crack bandit were real. I would live in constant fear for my brother. Is all I'm gonna. Say. Uh, <laughs> Plumbers uh, everywhere. I mean, uh, yeah. fear. Mario is shook. Uh, yes. Mario has overalls though. That's that's smart on Mario. Leonard. But doesn't he have like the like the the flap trap? You know the butt flap trap in the well, in the. Just, you know the what I mean? Flap? The dumper no, flap. It's a, it's the butt flap. It's on the it's on the back the of the suspenders of the things of the pants. This is also weird to me because I have an actual brother named Mario. So oh yeah, really sorry. Just doing <laughs> <it here. laughs> yeah, uh, we should uh, be targeting yeah. Luigi, perhaps. Indeed, I yes, suppose. yes, yeah, and his so, mansion. The intro is I love whenever they do like a fun different intro and we have like a silly crime intro with news clippings about the ACB. Uh, Ass crack bandit terrorizes campus. Three more students cracked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the fa- the fountain <laughs> pooper has been caught. Who was Could the fountain he be pooper? Ass crack bandit. Who was that? <laughs> I think it was honestly. I'm pretty sure that the culprit's name was Josh. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Josh La La La, La-, La- Loggy. 
um Josh yeah loggy loggy um wow. yeah uh but then it says fountain pooper cleared in ass crack bandits case uh human beings lose 21 to 4 game further marred by seventh inning cracking mm, yeah. uh, and we have see annie of course uh having a scrapbook with all these clippings in it she's been tracking the acb for for some time uh lots of crack Lots of interest in uh, in tracking the crack. Uh, we see Dean holding a press conference. Speaking uh, of crack trackers. Yeah, <laughs> truly. And I feel like the Dean is very, uh, uh, I guess this is, you know, everything old is new again, Antonio, uh, but very anti-media, the Dean. He's not having it with the press. No, shutting them out. Of- None of the various Greendale newspapers, including the Spanish language news, who wants to know, will this affect soccer? Uh-huh. Uh, not none of them. He, and why do they need all these photographs? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of photographs. He is up there just getting snapped, Jess. Yeah, I, I don't know why it makes me cra- crack up so much uh, when the dean says uh, a student dropped a coin in another student's um upper buttock fold. Upper buttock fold. <laughs> Yeah. The UBF. The UBF is a sensitive part of the body, okay? <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're at the Save Greendale committee, and the ACB has left Dean a note about the brand of Garrett's underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says human humans make better banks than piggies. Yeah, I am the ass crack bandit. Humans make better banks than piggies. Whenever I get more change at the store, I can't wait to drop it down your butts. I think I'll go to the bank and get so much change and take all my dollars and make them into change change and drop it all down there i love uh, shirley saying he should be called the run-on sentence band <laughs> antonio you never ended up watching the watcher right no i watched the first episode only but that does I, sound like a watcher letter i for feel sure. like it's a watcher letter is the ass crack bandit i feel like the watcher and the ass crack bandit could be one in the same i don't think it's mm-hmm. impossible uh yeah yeah uh, but Professor Duncan makes his triumphant return. Uh, as you said earlier, Josh, he mistakes Hickey for Pierce. Right. Um, and, and Duncan he's... showing up here, like, immediately, you know, uh, like, every like every single mystery show, any anything has taught me at this point, like, okay, immediately, Professor Duncan has to be a top suspect to be yeah. the ass crack bandit. He's been gone for a New York minute. Yeah. Yep. And uh, especially because he is there to work up a profile on the ACB. And Annie says, I've been trying, I tried to get something done about this two years ago. Again, the student council president and which to me, Antonio, very suspicious that uh, the ass crack bandit has been quiet for a while and suddenly Ooh. Duncan returns. And so has the ACB. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely suspicious. Uh, not to mention John Oliver coming in just on fire, just ripping people up and down. Like you mentioned, Josh, earlier, the joke about, oh, Pierce, I always thought the hairpiece was weak and his his memories of his uh, face offs and tete tetes with Britta. Britta just yes. coming right in and just ripping people up one side and down the other. Great. Yeah. To be back. I think he he steps into the scene and still has like righteous fear and fury towards Britta and may yep. be the only person in Greendale who still has like a modicum of respect for Britta Perry. Uh, so uh, he missed a couple of episodes of the show, I think. He did. Uh, I like the idea that not only was Dan Harmon sitting at home throughout season four, just stewing and saying, uh, oh, I'm so mad or whatever. I want my show back. But also, if I get it back, what do I want to do? I want to write an ass crack bandit episode and I want to bring John Oliver back within like, three episodes. That we have to do right. Yeah, it took and, three and episodes. kill Pierce yeah. and kill Pierce. Let's kill Pierce. These are all my goals. Let's kill Pierce and let's put quarters down people's UBFs. Uh, so. 
we're officially off on the investigation, Jess, uh, as Annie Annie wants to get to the wait for it bottom of this. Yeah, Annie is obsessed with this case. Uh, she walks into Jeff's office and he's just playing Fruit Ninja, mm-hmm. which is very much of the times. Like, Were either of you Fruit Ninjas? Is. Did you Fruit Ninja? The only time I've played Fruit Ninja is at like a Dave and Buster's where they have like a giant one. Oh, wow. That's you know, great. been okay. a long minute since I went to a D&B's. I, I cut up some fruit. I cut up yeah. some fruit on the old iPad with my finger. Yeah. Sure, I've done that. I believe actually we just call it Dave's. Those of us who were call it Dave's. Those of us who were there at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So Annie comes in and she says, "I've mapped out where everyone has been cracked, and the time between crackings is too short. I ran it myself and I couldn't get it done. They have to be taking a shortcut through a faculty lounge. So it's a teacher. Is yes. the is the theory." Um, but Jeff is not interested in helping whatsoever. Typical Jeff behavior, not wanting to get involved in anything, not wanting to put in any work. Um, so in the study hall, Troy is alone, of course. Oh, uh, and immediately, you know, it's Troy's <laughs> turn to get the ass crack. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, he's leaving off at a voicemail. Notices yeah. a teddy bear on the ground. And when he reaches over, he gets cracked. Oh, gosh. Uh do we know that it's a voice? I thought it was an active call. Either uh, way, he tells yeah. Abed that rather than get whatever Annie has for dinner, he wants to go to the meat store. Yeah. That's what he says. The <laughs> meat store. Not the butcher or just the meat store. He wants yeah. to go to the meat store. When he, he turns go to the meat store. When he turns around and there's the teddy bear on the ground, like this had such great I don't know, this like I know it's a Fincher set send up, but this felt very Wes Craven to me. Like this felt very like the call is coming from inside the house. I would have expected someone to call him and ask if he liked scary movies. Um, mm-hmm. Donald Glover, I am so sad that the countdown is really on right now mm-hmm. because the way he plays this moment, just the look of oh! <laughs> oh! it's just elite, elite business. Yeah. Very good. He does so much with so little, so so few lines in this episode. He does so much with what he's got. Remarkable. The physical comedy from Donald Glover, I think, is like I, I know he's known for like the the way he says his lines, but he's just so good physically as well. Um, and Abed covering him with more and more blankets, and it's not just blankets; it is specifically the blankets that you see victims being covered with in like crime yeah, shows. Right. And he just keeps handing him cups. There's a table. Hit- there's a table. It, you th- you would think that they just ran a race. Uh, there's so like good. a table full of cups. And Hickey, of course, because he pretty much is uh is playing the same character in every show he's in is like assessing the crime scene and he's just like stop giving him cups and mm-hmm. Abba just says this is how they comfort victims in movies yeah <laughs> uh so change is getting banned from campus yeah uh, is one of the ways in which this is going to be addressed um but we also i don't know if that's going to discourage someone who's clever enough antonio to install effectively a serial killer note inside the UBF of a stuffed animal that probably didn't have a UBF in the first place. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I'm mean, like a put a UBF where a UBF should be. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, that's very clever. Or someone who buys their quarters by the roll, perhaps, uh, yes. and does not need to rely on change that's coming to campus. For a minute there, it's change being banned from campus. What if we drop the E at the end? Then we're oh, right back to no. serious problems so like we've happier. had before. Yes. <laughs> uh, Josh, is, Josh is Team Chang now. He's come back. I am. I've, I've always back. been. Mm-hmm. I've always been. Especially in this episode. I'm all the way back with Team Chang. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the note, Jess. I hope you enjoyed my work again. You can't stop me. What are you going to do? Not have butts? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Annie tries to tell Dean about her idea of like, it's a teacher. Uh, I have evidence that of it. And I love, I love Dean saying, well, I have evidence that I'm not listening. And he goes, exhibit A, exhibit B. And they're his fingers. He yeah. inserts them to his ear and goes, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. Dean, Dean, Antonio, Dean doesn't want this to be solved. Oh, that's suspicious, is it not? It's real suspicious. I feel like Dean is uh, one of the top uh, ACB suspects. You me. also have to consider who benefits from Troy's law uh, about installing cameras in bathrooms. I think that would be one Craig Pelton. It uh, feels like that would be. Also, I we we get a good hate into Chang on these podcasts, Jess. And I do mean the royal we because mm-hmm. it's not really me as much. It's me, yeah. It's more you. But like. <laughs> Dean moved in next door to that Jeffrey. That would be, to be fair, that was season four. Door. But some of the things that Dean does, I don't no. feel like slipping quarters into UBFs is all the way that far away from the way the Dean way, typically runs his shit. <laughs> the way I look at it here is that I think, especially when Annie says it could be a teacher, Dean does not want another PR issue on his hands. As he said before, this is like... Uh, about to hit another PR crisis they haven't seen since Greendale uh, rallied protesting the wrong Korea. Like, (laughs) Greendale Uh has bad press all the time. I think he's just trying to, like, ban change and hope it goes away, which is not really the right solution. Um, But, yeah, he is not liking how on the case Annie is about this all. I guess in Dean's defense, uh, to to take the Dean as the teacher uh, off the menu, if, like, Annie's theory is that the ass-crack bandit is a teacher because they have to be going through the faculty lounge, Antonio, I believe it was last week's episode where, like, all the teachers were like, Dean's not allowed in here. Uh, so the faculty lounge is the shortcut through which the ass crack bandit is making his move. Dean technically is not supposed to have access to the faculty lounge. That's so. true. That's true. That's a, it's a very good point. Uh, mm-hmm. I, one of the things I love about the episode, of course, is that we do have multiple suspects and there are pluses and minuses for each. So yeah. the idea that Dean might not be able to use the teacher's lounge is not the same as not knowing that it could be a shortcut right. or having access through some key, but uh, it could be could be some witnesses there to see some of those antics if so so and also when did those attacks occur were they before he was banned it's a these are all open questions that i think we should do a six-part podcast i'm down i'm up for it heavily edited uh deeply produced Mm -hmm. uh who is the ass crack bandit podcast series i feel like i'm developing some theories as we go here but love uh, that yeah uh okay uh so dean does not want annie on the job anymore no. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, Annie and Jeff have a big fight about all this. Um, And he says, geez, Annie, take it easy. And she says, taking it easy is how Troy ended up with a quarter of a butt in his crack. One of my favorite lines. uh, Such a great line. From Annie ever. Annie crushes Uh, it. Yeah. Annie cares. Yeah. Uh, and Jeff That's says, how he you ended know up what? with a quarter of a buck in his yeah. crack. Uh, and uh, he says, you know what? I can help you on the down low. And so Annie starts squealing. And so he tells her to stop. No and so she instead dances silently. And he's like, all right, fine. All right, squeal. Squeal. <laughs> squeal. Uh, incredible. Um, Jeff, is this how you reacted when Josh agreed to do the podcast for full? This is how. Yeah. 90% of how Annie reacts to anything is how I react to things. what <laughs> <laughs> um, I figured. This is why. Yeah. I yeah I've been I known to yeah. do a happy dance with. I don't call it squealing, though. I call it squeeing. It's when uh, you yeah. get like uh, too excited that you just squee. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Start squeeing. Yeah. Uh, so Neil is on the radio. Real Neil. Real Neil. Real Neil on the radio. Uh, three more victims have been caught uh, the quarter with no end in sight. Leonard is selling overalls. Shirley is selling sandwiches for five dollars. No change. No change. Yeah. Uh, ben Folds is singing. What is ben, ben Folds doing? Being the the <sighs> musical icon of the Dave Matthews episode It's so yeah. community. It's so strange. <laughs> is there a story about how Ben Folds got involved in this episode? Do we know? I mean, he's also the the like teacher that's in the greenhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I don't know, but you know what is very funny is uh. I didn't really understand how iconic Ben Folds was for the longest time until we covered the wilds uh, where Ben Folds is also on the wilds. Oh, right. You remember wow. that? Vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a very big part of the wilds. And so then I saw him on this and I realized it was him singing and I'm like, gosh, Ben Folds is in a lot of stuff I love. <laughs> yeah. Antonio, were you a Ben Folds five guy? 
I honestly, I was much more of a Dave Matthews guy. Uh, really? But of course, I mean, you know oh, what? Yeah. Antonio, his real fans call him Dave. Yeah. Real fans call him Dave. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Josh, for having two ears and uh, attached to a heart in the 90s. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I like Ben Folds, Brick, and uh, I think War, or I forget what some of these. I've heard some of these songs. Army, I think it was called. Army, I, yeah. I remember some good Ben Folds songs. I mean, piano, uh, emo piano rock. How else are you going to do it but Ben Folds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to a Ben, I haven't been to a Ben Folds concert concert and uh definitely a a quarter of a buck of a decade i don't know <laughs> but you have uh, been to one you've been to one at least i've been to at least i think like two or three ben folds shows wow yeah sometimes when you get to the end of uh of army he leads the whole audience in an acapella bit it's good times it's oh. fun wow to go to ben folds Anyway, I don't know what um, maybe is it because it's like upper ben folds is that uh oh my god this is? it's a ubf <laughs> That's what they're like. You know who we need? Ben Folds, simply yeah. because his name is Ben Folds. Uh, the lyrics to the song. It's and so ben, good. ben Folds wrote the song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Said a quarter to five, but it was quarter to S. Can we get Corey Upper Butt Folds to, to do this? Corey UBF uh, to cover this, please. Uh, you thought your plumbing was safe, but your jeans were half masked. It's too oh, good. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another coin down the drain now. now. That's some change that won't last. Yeah, uh, I wow. love the the guy walking around the cafeteria with a mask on and a giant coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ridiculous. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A novelty coin just fake jamming into someone's <laughs> someone's jeans. Uh, <laughs> um, and then we're wow. in the study hall where we get the brittle line of the episode, which was like the major scorer for her for me of the meow meows. Uh, we know that he hates money or loves it or doesn't care about money and hates butts or loves them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Britta is so good at her job. She knows she knows what she's here to do and she gets it done. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. they make uh, Abed do Abed things like, Abed, use your powers. You're special. Yeah. Use I a love... social disorder as a procedural <laughs> yeah. device. The <laughs> way that Abed drags this is very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The pain, the pain, the painful writing. It hurts. It hurts, it hurts so much. Uh, uh, and I love Dean Hickey. What do you have? And he's like, I have heartburn, but it doesn't help me catch criminals. No, no. <laughs> I am starting to think uh, that Professor Hickey could be the ass crack bandit. Okay. Has he been bandied around as an ass crack bandit candidate? I don't think he's ever taken very the ass crack seriously as it. Yeah. Like, I mean, the thing is, is like, yeah, he was like, he seems like he does have like police procedure. He's background. a teacher. He's a teacher. Has access to the faculty lounge. He has the background to like uh, to outfox any detectives that are going to be on the cases. But he, he himself call, is one. He doesn't call Dave Matthews Dave, though. He doesn't. But we don't know this guy at all. We just met him. He just showed up. He's been here for one full episode and change. At this point, change. Yeah, I think Professor mm. Hickey, Antonio. I feel like uh, if anyone's going to pull off being the ass crack bandit, Mike Ermintrout could do it. I was going to say, I still want to live in the world where you're operating under the theory or, or examining the theory that Professor Hickey is Mike Ermintrout in some way, shape, yeah. or form, either pre or post Breaking Bad. Uh, or better call Saul. So I, I don't want to leave that behind with another theory about him also he, being the ACB. Yeah, he he takes all the money for Kaylee and then all of the change left over. He puts in people's butts. 
That's Mike Urbantrap. So called a round down, I think that's called. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Good possibility. Uh, so then we get one of my all-time favorite Chang moments. Naturally. Uh, yep. Like, all right. Well, we've got a plan. We have a plan to catch the ass crack bandit. Come on in, Ben. And Chang comes in with this nightmare fuel Chang mask. <laughs> Incredible. It, it is hor- like absolutely horrific and horrifying. And just like, it, this is serial killer stuff. As he shows up with this mask on the back of his head. As he, like, nightmare walks, he, like, shimmies his way like he's the Jabberwocky in that TV Alice in Wonderland from the late 80s. Uh, not, not that that stuck with you in any oh, way. Oh, it stayed. Uh, <laughs> and he says, all right, try to put a quarter in it. He turns around. Just, he's got a fake UBF in his pants. He's a fake butt. Yep. And uh, so Hickey is the one to try to do this. And Chang, of course, grabs his he hand because he's just, Yeah. He's wearing a backwards get up. And so Hickey's like, how much did you spend on this? And Dean is like, oh, nothing. It was free. He's like, I think you just admitted that you already had a, you fake, already butt. Had a fake butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know. We know he did. It's not uh, a big deal. Why should we don't need to make a big deal out of it? Yeah. It's, it, I think this isn't even the and best then, part, though, Josh. Like, the best part comes yeah. later uh-huh. with the churro. I, yeah. I like that there is a Dean-related costume that the Dean is not wearing for yeah. once. Like, yes. this is... This is an advancement. This is a uh, next level. This is 2.0. The infection I really like is that. spreading. I guess. Yes. This is, <laughs> I feel inception. like Josh, this is like the second best use of Chang that I've ever seen. First being paintball. Yeah. I think this is the, like just a dollop of Chang is all we need. Yes. I think that they've been doing Chang right. All season no, so I'm, far. I will not disagree yeah. with you. Yeah. Like, Chang will never be my favorite. He'll never sure, even be sure. like, top you know middle of yeah, my list of course. Yeah, however yeah. i think this is the perfect utilization of chang he's not yeah. there to piss me off and annoy me he's just there for like these two bits of wearing this ridiculous <laughs> oh, an Al movie two bits no. a couple of quarters <laughs> i was just gonna say two bits right? indeed yeah it's a couple of quarters just yeah, a couple coins here with the e at the end again yeah it's dropping two bits into the crack uh all right, so Sorry, uh, so Jeff and Annie are are gonna are gonna get into this. They have uh they have some evidence to work from. Yeah, I'm the Mad Hatter. If hats were butts, I'm neither left nor right. I'm the space between. To me, you're all like ants marching to class, freaks on parade. Yeah, it's all Dave Matthews all the time. Dave lyrics. A Dave bunch lyrics. of Dave lyrics. Hardcore uh, fans call him Dave. Yeah. Excuse me for being alive in the 90s and having two ears connected to a heart. Sure. Yeah. Josh, are, you a, are you a DMB fan? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have thoughts about Dave Matthews that are like the rare, like, I'm not going to air these on a podcast. Thank you. Really? Uh, how dare yeah, you? Yeah. First I have, of all, how dare I, you? I have, I have some thoughts on Dave Matthews that are like not right for the content level of post-show recap for one. I think they exceed the rating. Um, My first first kiss was scored to the tune of Dave Matthews. Have I shared (laughs) that before? I think you have. I feel like I've told that story. Which song have you said? Yeah, it's number 41. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's the one that I will tell you on a podcast. We knew this. Wow. Uh, can I tell you, you know what? DMB fans are going to hate me, but I'm going to say it anyway. What else is new? You've never heard a Dave Matthews song before, I Jess? Don't is that know. where we're going? <laughs> no. I've heard it. Everyone has heard a Dave Matthews song. Please. Uh-huh. My take is, just like Coldplay, 
Every Dave Matthews band song sounds the same. Uh, that's not a, I don't think that's a terrible take. No, it, they Antonio all sound the same. Antonio may take exception as a closet DMB guy. Uh, I could say every community episode is like the same. And would I be wrong? No, they're all structured. They have a beginning, yeah. middle, and end. They have the same voices on them. Sure, I think I can agree that Dave Matthews' voice sounds similar from song to song. And they have a large, beautiful band that backs them. Uh, and that may make you feel good every time you hear it. I can agree with that. Sure. Jess, I'm pretty that's what sure you said, ass, right, Jess? The ass crack bandit just revealed himself, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you said, right, Jess? That's what I heard you say. Anyway. Yeah. That's exactly uh, what I said, Antonio. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I showed. I sent Josh a text. Uh, my buddy Andrew Brenner, who I'll shout out here, is another a hardcore Dave fan, and uh, he long ago created a playlist as a community fan that's just called "Hardcore Fans Call Him Dave" Incredible. on Spotify. So hardcore track that fans. down if you want. Mm-hmm. Hardcore fans call him Dave. Uh, mm-hmm. So Annie wants to figure out which Greendale teachers uh, like Dave, and this is where we. Uh, what's the song that's playing here? This is straight out of Seven, I think. Yes. Uh, when Morgan Freeman goes to the library in seven, I think it's that. Yeah. Sequence. Is it Adagio for Strings by Samuel Barber? Right. Maybe? Yeah, I'm trying uh, to remember yeah. which one it is, but it's funny because she like goes on Facebook and immediately finds which ones have liked Dave Matthews band and yeah. turns the song off like five seconds in. It's very funny. It's why like all of the best procedural movies and everything can't take place now. Uh, like we've kind of technology has sort of ruined the art of the procedural. You don't just go to the stacks anymore antonio you don't use the dewey decibel system to track down john doe i had an idea and i can't do it because i don't give my uh, life over to these robots but if you use the chat gpt or whatever can you ask it who the s crack bandit was oh, oh uh, <laughs> i mean well, speaking of using technology to crack the case yeah uh, it just feels like something we could do we don't have let's, to do it right now we, oh, we, can, we can save it for the end of the episode okay but, uh, well uh let's put that in the notes here but yeah, uh see if I'm, they can solve crimes these robots. Ooh, uh well unfortunately as of press time uh chat gpt is currently at capacity uh whoa unable to be used at this moment in time that's, they're cur- that's how you that's how you beat a robot currently experiencing high traffic on our website we apologize for any inconvenience and appreciate your patience as we work to make sure everyone has a chance to try out chat gpt this is pretty sus jess is chat gpt the ass chat bandit (laughs) (laughs) doesn't want to be brought online because he's gonna have to dox himself yeah chat is a perfect name for like a social media site now that's like a twitter clone just make (laughs) ass chat see what happens Uh yeah um yeah so uh we have troy sitting in a wheelchair um uh in in greedale making a speech Uh, There's a sign, know the three Bs, belts, briefs, buddies. Uh Uh, Please approve the Dean's new security measure called Troy's Law because a camera in the bathroom is better than a quarter in your butt. Um, Wow. Just a a majestic line read from Donald Cover. A camera in the bathroom is better than a quarter in your butt. (laughs) It's just so good. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And then the ACB is lurking beneath the bleachers. This is like the... The trash monster in A New Hope, Antonio. This is like just waiting to suck Luke Skywalker down into the oh. into the abyss. ACBPOV, baby. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's also on asschat.com, I think. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, Every- he cracks he cracks Vicky on the bleachers, and then uh, Garrett says, He's on the bleachers! He's on the bleachers. <laughs> and yeah. everybody panics. Uh, 
this is a really bad look on Greendale that they can't catch the bandit under the bleachers, right? Like this should mm-hmm. be this should be the moment that the bandit gets caught. Uh, and frankly, should maybe even be the moment that the bandit gets murdered. I think is a possibility. Can't we just like close murdered? the bleachers? Yeah, close yeah, the bleachers. What are we doing? Squash the bandit. Squash the bandit right now. Oh my god! Push gosh. the bleachers in. You squash the bandit. The you bandit like has a... done enough. I'm oh coming out with a so pretty hardcore pro death <laughs> penalty stance yeah. against the ass crack bandit. So you sound like a raccoon exterminator. Uh, I'm ready <laughs> to go. I'm ready to go. So, but speaking of which, like not necessarily murder, but putting a trial on all of it. Does the fact that that certain people are in the room and visible at the time, like the dean, right? Does that fundamentally rule him out? No, and I really hope that DJ LaBelle Klein isn't listening to this episode of Community Building because I'm about to spoil Scream again. Oh, no. Uh, but uh, <laughs> in Scream, often the cases, there are multiple ghost-based right. killers. So are there multiple ass-crack bandits? I, like I think that's player. likely. I feel like uh, some mm. collusion is not off. No collusion. Oh. Yeah, I think there's yeah. some collusion. No it's collusion. A possibility here. I think they're colluding. No collusion. Uh, <laughs> it's just a little bit. <laughs> some collusion. Uh. <laughs> no collusion. I think they're colluding a little bit. No collusion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Annie and Jeff, uh, they're going over uh, all of the suspects. And also uh, later this evening, they're going to have a chance to really get into it because of the science dance that is yet it's to ridiculous. occur. It's the, ridiculous. A number of dances Greendale has and the fact that there's a, just the science dance. Uh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. As um, the son of a scientist, I've been to many science dances in my time. I have a question. What are the elements of a science uh-huh. dance? Uh, ah. There's iron. Got to have oxygen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to live. Hydrogen's there. Yeah. What's the danciest have- element? Uh, uranium. Oh, the ass crack bandit. Oh, there it is again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is when we see Chang walking in the hallway with an extra long churro in his quote unquote real mouth. Oh, look at me, this extra long churro in my real mouth. <laughs> and he's just like moonwalking, I guess appropriately enough, <laughs> down the hallway. This is unbelievable content. This is very good content. <laughs> Give me this as a gift and let me play it over and over again as Chang with his real Chang face is eating. Why is he eating an extra long churro? With his real mouth. With his real mouth. You know, like you do. Like one does. I would go yeah. for an extra long churro. Yeah, of course. I would go for a real mouth. I just don't know why <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> what is it? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um. So Annie and Jeff are trying to go through the list of teachers on their list that like Dave Matthews. They land on a uh, the greenhouse, and they're like, "When did we get a greenhouse?" Um. The teacher just sprints away. It's Ben Folds, Professor Ben Folds, in the yeah. Dave Matthews episode. And he says, and so he has the reason he runs is because he has weed in the back. And he yeah. says, if you're going to confiscate this, no one thing. It's a mild kind sativa, perfect for playing guitar. Incredible. <laughs> but not Incredible. piano, apparently. Like, this is not, this is not a crime. Uh, oh. You're you're ruining the arts. Yeah, they, break a bunch of stuff too. they were just ahead of their time, That's Professor Bublitz or whatever. Yeah. He's just a little ahead of his time. Here. Yeah. yeah. Greendale, as yeah, it no were. Doubt. 
Uh, well, so the, the dean comes in and is really upset because they've broken a bunch of stuff in the in the um in the greenhouse. Right. Uh, so he's gonna so, yeah. he's gonna you know this is sort of like the the sergeant telling the the cops to turn in their guns and badge moment yeah. of the episode, but it's very funny. Uh, Annie with the line of "You're like a single celled organism, no nerve." Very good writing on that uh-huh. line. Uh, but Dean Pelton incredible in this episode in this scene specifically a lot of great moments from dean him looking at them let me ask you let me ask you to something and let me be like the 50th person in the school to ask what is this what is this what is this creepy business it's <laughs> uh, so it's so good he's like what's going on here uh, you two like to partner up on cutesy capers so you can yeah. hold hands in the dark and address your urges in semi-acceptable scenarios yeah read them <laughs> This this is the thing, Josh. When people talk about the Annie Jeff shippers, right? Yes. This is why. It's like, it's this stuff. And I know, again, Jeff, it's text, text. it's in the show. It's it's there. Yeah, there's there's something there, there. Um, And it's just so funny. Like, I love the Jeff Annie pairing. When they pair up like this, where they're like on a mission, um... I just think it's so funny. And yeah, the Dean calling it out is just so perfect here. Yeah. And like uh, penalizing Jeff by saying, I'm get like, uh, I'm going to make you the coach of water polo. You're going to show up every morning <laughs> in the water. A, yeah. He gets a call. All right. Dean Pelton also assisted water polo coach. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love uh, it when Dean says, you're now the, you're now the water polo coach. Annie is like, what? Yes. Annie is shocked. Like, why is Annie so upset there? Yeah. <laughs> She, she just got suspended. Yeah, yeah, yes, but she's more worried about Jeff being the water polo yeah. coach now. Yeah. Uh, but this is when the ACB calls, and this is why the dean gonna spoil it. Dean gets five meow The scene, the scene is remarkable for the, the dean. Snapping him, him, snapping at Rhonda. Yeah. Uh, I've enjoyed her game. Trace the call. <laughs> Uh, and of course, the the ACB has to get it on the uh, roasting of Jeff and Annie. Mm-hmm. I sometimes wonder: Are they chasing me as an excuse to get near each other? I mean, get a room already. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna be the guy who says it. Uh, that sounded like the ass crack bandit to me. I think Jess might be the ass crack bandit. <laughs> Get a room already. Someone's got to be the one on this podcast <laughs> who is willing to accuse the other podcasters of being oh. the ass crack bandit. I thought you were going to say someone's got to be the one on this podcast willing to be the ass crack bandit. I was going to say, I'm fine with it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'm, I'll do it. Better to be cracked, the cracker, than the cracked. to be the cracked. I think that's yes. probably true. Uh, how about this, though? Dean Pelton accuses Jeff and Annie of getting in capers uh, to be close to each other and calls it out. Seconds later, what we later learn to be a recording on a loop of the ass crack bandit does the same thing. More evidence of the Dean. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, I think that that uh, the answering Medine uh, that looks bad for uh, for Craig for sure. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that's not particularly a good line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but uh, just look, at the, just look at the extension, just trace the trace the call, Rhonda. Snapping <laughs> means trace the call. Very she's good. just like, Look at the ins- extension, and it's from the stables. And uh, the dean just saying, We have stables, stables, their job is stables. <laughs> uh, so they go down to the stables where uh, uh, his name is Alex Starburns yeah. Osborne. Just is say, here. So Josh previously accidentally spoiled himself on starburns dying yes 
Did you know he was actually alive? Yes. So I believe that we talked about this in the episode where Starburns, quote unquote, died. That I was like, all right, here oh, I am. Now I can look him up. That's here right, I am that's just right. on you the internet. I was just like going through. And the way that everybody does the internet now is for whatever reason, there was a an article that crossed my desk on my feed that was like, this is why community killed Starburns. Like, what the hell? This is totally irrelevant to anything. You're just writing it for like these very strange algorithmically driven clickbaity bullshit. And I was so mad about it. So I like I spent a season and a half being like, I know Starburns dies. This sucks. And so then Starburns uh, explodes, allegedly. And before we get on that podcast, I'm like, all right, well, now I can like read that article. And that article is like, of course, it was fake. I was like, what? Oh, no. I played myself. So I knew that Starburns, quote unquote, died, but wasn't actually dead. But I don't think that I knew that he was linked to the ass crack bandit. So I was surprised to see him here. I knew he would turn up again someday. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. What are you going to do? But I also, know what, I also bo- like... mostly know what Meow Meow Beans are. What's going to happen? Okay, you know, you know? it's fine. It's We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Ugh. Everyone's going to be okay. But at least we didn't know, like, the context <laughs> in which he comes back, where yes. he is sitting in a wagon, trying to get cats to pull him on his by having a fisherman string. Yeah. 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 Who doesn't Josh, have one of these? <laughs> just going to say, come clean. You've been trying yeah. to do the cat car, haven't you? Trying. <laughs> is it, did, you, succeeded. Did, did you succeed with hunger or the dog? Yeah, or is yes. there another method? The cats. The cats. They drive me crazy. <laughs> but at least they drive you. They drive me. Um, I love Starbirds getting like brought out in the press conference. Uh, he's been living yeah. in the stables eating garbage, Antonio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> do a little better. Yeah. Starbage. Yeah, Starbridge, uh, is he's been trying to build a cat car, and he's confessed to dropping coins down exposed butt cracks. Troy gets wheeled up to Starbirds, and like, <laughs> like gets, he gets up out of the chair with like his last ounce of strength to slap Starbirds across his starburned face. And then Abed just puts the blanket back on him and wheels him out. Yeah. And so now the science dance is going to be in honor of catching the ass crack bandit. Yep. They're going to put him in a cage in the middle of the room. Throw quarters at him. What are you guys, millionaires? <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. But Jeff doesn't think it's Starburns. And Annie says, well, maybe I was wrong about the teacher idea. Maybe the dean was right about us. And Jeff is just like, what? No, I took this case because I wanted to help you. And he grabs her by the shoulders and she says, what's this? And he says, it's platonic shoulder holding. Yeah, he does it with Leonard, and Leonard tries to kiss him. <laughs> and Annie says we should let it go, and Leonard says to Annie, we can do better. Yeah, we can do better than Jeff. <laughs> wow. Uh, notably, Leonard has been wearing overalls this entire episode. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. It's perfect. So now we're like in like the, the climax of the episode. The ass crack bandit has allegedly been caught, and yeah. yet, and yet, there is still a whole ass act to continue. Uh, the episode so you know that the case is not resolved starbirds is in the cage people are throwing money at him meanwhile annie is going to walk by professor duncan's office uh and this is like that great moment where you find out who the killer really is in the girl with the dragon tattoo uh like you may as well have stellan skarsgård as professor duncan sorry spoiled that one too uh Uh, and the song, of course, we get the um, we get the don't 
Ants marching. And of course, uh, Duncan is just like, oh yeah, real fans call him Dave. Um, and at the dance, Starburns. <laughs> like, hey and- Jeff, who is this? <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good, Dave. Uh, uh, so Jeff knows immediately Starburns is not uh, not the ACB. Um, and Starburn says that the Dean said as long as he confessed, he'd let him slide on the meth stuff yeah. and he'd buy me a space heater for my stable. <laughs> for my stable. Yeah. Yeah. His stable. Yeah. yeah. Sta- it's, his, it's his stable living arrangement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Duncan starts talking about Dave like a true supervillain. He's, we're about to catch him monologuing, Antonio, I think, Indeed. as he's talking about uh, Dave. And mug scroll, and Annie sees the role of quarters. Uh, Professor Duncan really showing up here as the very likely ass crack bandit. And Annie clocks it, right? Not only does she see the role of quarters yeah. and understand the Dave Matthews situation, when she drops her keys, incredible hilarity ensues <laughs> as she sort of shunts to the side to the wall and puts her feet against the keys, lock keeping eye contact with Duncan the whole time and yeah. slowly trying to get them without exposing any uh, UC, uh, what was it? UCB? U- UBF. UBF. Yeah. Without exposing any UBF. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so funny. Alison Brie is a true legend. Um, I, I just, this scene cracks me up. Very like, good ah, physical comedy. Very funny. Very uh, funny. It's so, so good. So so Jeff finds the laptop that plays the pre-recorded call. How did he track this down? We don't I know, know, huh? I don't know. Opening doors. Yeah. Um, and Jeff. Annie comes Jeff. in and she says, it's Duncan. And so they're walking through this like crowded hall that's like foggy. And they get separated. Uh, Duncan's shoe is untied by British standards. Right. Very good. And so he gets cracked. Now, and- is that a confirmed cracking? Do we take this as like uh, it, could, it could, seems confirmed? It felt like it could be like stylized in stylized there. Stylized cracking? Yeah, I don't know. If Duncan is the ACB, it's a good cover too, right? It's like, oh no, you didn't right. catch the ACB, and it's definitely not me because I got cracked. Uh, If if he was the UC, the ACB, this would be a good way to hide it because I don't I don't actually technically see anyone really do it. Right. We don't know. Right. And the my shoe is untied by British standards is very open ended because the shoe is very clearly tied. And it's a funny joke. But is there more to it than that? Who could say? Who could Mm -hmm. say? Uh, So then he gets cracked and Annie and Jeff are like, did Duncan just get cracked? Makes you feel like one of Annie or Jeff has a like. How did they know that? How did they mm-hmm. know that that happened? Is also suspicious. Uh, but before we can get any further, they run into Shirley in the hall, and Shirley stops them and the show completely in their tracks with the news: Pierce is dead, yeah. and it is totally, completely out of nowhere. Uh, huge left turn. I love this. I think it's perfect. I think it's the best way to do it. Like you said before, death does surprise you. It does come out of nowhere. Um, and it completely, it, but the best part is it like still fits within the tone of the episode. Like they, you get this swerve and yet it, then we swerve again because we're back to Neil's radio show where he talks about, oh, we have some tragic news. Pierce Hawthorne, 14 year Greendale student, entrepreneur and an expert heart attack faker has passed away for real this time. For real. 
Yeah. Uh, he's been banned from campus, but not from our hearts. He's survived by many ex-wives and all of us here at Grandel that call him friend. If you're listening, Pierce, you were a hell of a D&D player. It's time to level up. That's really sweet. Yeah. It's probably nicer than Pierce deserves, but Definitely. I'm good with it because it's a great moment for Neil. In a moment where, like, they didn't need to give this to Neil, and they did. And, like, for Neil to take the high road, true paladin material, Davrin Kane would be proud of Neil at this moment in time. I have read that uh, Dan Harmon regretted the fact that when Neil asked Pierce about playing D&D again, Pierce said maybe instead of yes. And that this line uh, and this this uh, coda or, or whatever you want to call it, final note from Neil is a way of closing the loop on that regret and fixing mm-hmm. what what was considered to be. I wish we had done it differently and slightly differently in that moment. This is a way to bring that full circle and, and such a, a great way. It's time to level up indeed. Uh, yeah. And what's next? Uh, it is followed by uh, maybe line of the century for me. Up next on the dial is Dr. Farts. <laughs> uh, so I, a, a lot of Dean's List candidates this week. Uh, it will go to Neil for me because the character moment is so great. But more specifically, anything I can do to get Neil to the top of the Dean's List so that Corey B can insert up next on the dial is Dr. Farts in the theme song for the final season of Community Building. Uh, <laughs> I hope it happens. I hope so too. Fingers are crossed. Uh, uh, so yeah, we zoom in on on Pierce's seat at the at the study hall table, um, and of course we have to end the episode with uh, Annie standing and staring out at the rain on the campus. Uh, life is weird. It's a container for all this little stuff, and you get caught up in it. And then the container just uh, and yeah, and then they hug. This is Annie and Jeff um they the case goes cold again and they kind of like walk away and as annie is leaving they both kind of just like look at each other and like you know they suspect one another yeah Uh, the rest of the episode is is trying to like make the case right antonio for like every single person maybe we all were the ass crack bandit right we uh we 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 get the montage set to the extended version of the song i believe the full (laughs) i'm sure the full. i know the full version is out there uh, but yeah, the the lyrics are really funny and we have the montage of all the potential ACB, some of uh, which is more compelling evidence than others. I think uh, Britta saying inside the typing a paper that says inside the mind of the ass crack Britta. Could it be a Freudian slip? Right. Could it be Britta seeing herself at the center of everything or uh, empathizing or putting herself in the shoes of the bandit and just typing her name instead? It could be Abed is deleting all of the bad procedural shows like The Bridge from his DVR. Oh, um, shame and in The doing, Bridge. I, I like The Bridge, but yeah. he's the one who calls it out, right? And uh, see, as he's doing so, he's playing uh, where he's rolling the quarter over his knuckles. He's clearly very adept at quarter manipulation. So that's a, perhaps a hint for him. Shirley, who used to be my favorite candidate as the ACB, uh, is clearly shown to be profiting from the ACB throughout the episode. Sort of a Bush did 9-11 kind of thing where it's right, like, oh, right. you know, you can believe what you want. But maybe the it's ass just crack bandit was an inside job. <laughs> yes, the ass crack bandit was an inside job. Maybe it's just yeah. her being opportunistic, right? Like, well, if I can make some money on this, I'm going to sell some T-shirts and I'm going to make sure Shirley Sandwiches get some some run here. So it could be some of that. And, we, you know, we see everybody. We basically see everybody that is a likely suspect one way or the other here, I think, or, or close enough. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun, a fun way to end the episode. Uh, and especially just the longer version of the song. 
just spelling out ass crack. Yes, S-C-R-A-C-K-B. Can't stand it. Very, very good. We get the title card at the end. To date, no more crackings have been reported. Starburns later recanted his confession. Greendale's official position is that Osborne was the bandit. No investigation currently open. Very uh, Zodiac of this, yes. for sure. With the, yes. the vibe the vibe with Jeff and Annie all the way through to the title card. Very yes. Zodiac. Yes. Uh, the final scene, the end credit, is Starburns' commercial for the cat car. Uh, <laughs> I like when he says our nation's global warming, like nations yeah. and global right back to back. And he doesn't uh-huh. even think anything of it. Our nation's global I like, warming. I like uh, donate $5. You get a thank you email. $50 gets you a t-shirt. A hundred gets you a t-shirt and a thank you email. Wow. Yeah. Sign me Good up deal. for patreon.com slash cat car right now. <laughs> uh, I'll sign up at that tier. Uh, mm-hmm. Real good. Uh, all aboard the cat car, all aboard helping our nation's global warming. Uh, very good. Streets ahead, obviously. For me, I think across the board. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Some F community feedback from Riley. Riley says it's crazy that my favorite David Fincher movie is an episode of Community. First off, correct. Riley, that's nuts. Uh, so seriously, though, my take is that this episode is the single most accurate homage community ever does. Seriously, it's a perfect David Fincher homage. It's seven. It's Zodiac merged with the community perfectly. Everything from the lighting, the plotting, the music, Troy being the survivor bit, Annie and Jeff as the detectives, the multiple suspects, the unclear ending. Honestly, even using Pierce's death here is brilliant. It's a shock. The shock ending with Pierce feels insanely in line with David Fincher and gives it a cold, emotional, downer, vague ending. Even though I hate Pierce, that tracks with a Fincher style of an ending. Um, Off the top of your head, uh, Antonio, does this feel like Community's most accurate homage? I still would put it uh, at Chicken Fingers, personally. Because of the Goodfellas connection, is that yeah? In that, I think like, like the, the camera work and stuff like that. I mean, I, I do think, think it two... does mob movie better than this does Fincher. That's not to besmirch this episode. I just think that the poultry uh, of of it all, the mob movie of it all, is just uh, airtight. I think that's probably right, and maybe a little bit easier to parody uh, genre as opposed to like one director's oeuvre or whatever you want to say. Like yeah. making all the David Fincher movies or David Fincher thriller movies all fit into one parody versus uh, all mob movies fitting into one parody. It feels like an easier task on the latter uh, and a more fun one. This one, I don't know. I think the vibes are harder to capture. I mean, what are the vibes of a gangster movie? You've got the upbeat music, the camera sweeping around, getting caught up in the mix and all of that. And the crime. Got to get the right uh, needle drops. Oh, yeah. Right. It's just a shadow. Yeah. You got to get that in there. Give me shelter. You have to pull that. I think that's what that was. It was either that or you rolled over one of your cats. Uh, I do think. uh, So I think. (laughs) Is that Poppy Peacock coming into this podcast? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it's pretty close. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think this. I think this might be. I think this might be nailed on. I, off the top of my head, though, there's probably a better one. But I, this, there's a reason I wanted to pull this one out. I, I love Pillows and Blankets as a Civil War parody, and specifically of the the Civil War Ken Burns documentary with the narrator, with the voiceover, with connecting all of those things and making that work. I think the the degree of difficulty is even higher on that one. So I might place that higher, but I. I love this one. I love it. Uh, I absolutely love it. So it's hard for me to say no. It's brilliantly done. Uh, Eric Divestein invoking 
uh, Jess's least favorite episode of Community. Eric says, if the Puppets episode was the moment where Riley's heart was fully broken over season four, and I assume Jess's heart as well, this episode is the exact opposite for me. The first two episodes of season five proved that the show would be much better than season four, but basic intergluteal numismatics was the moment they proved they could make all timers again that can stand alongside the greats, such as modern warfare and remedial chaos theory. This episode is my favorite of season five and one of my favorites of the entire series, says Eric. Um, yeah, through season five, episode three. This is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, Jess, what's this? Did we get a voicemail? Um, If that's what you want to call it, Uh-oh. it's more Did like threatening message is okay. what I would say. Uh, we have received what Jess would Pulling describe as a threatening <laughs> message. Gotta get Make those sure... high-waisted leggings, yep. those HWLs. Yep. Make sure like your jeans, jeans are not half-masked. Uh, this is the threatening message that has been sent to the community building hotline. Take a listen. This is the wise crack bandit. I find it pleasing that you continue to read my feedback. I've enjoyed our scale of cool, cool, cools. It's funny how often the two podcast hosts have had to read my puns. I like hearing them pun in circles, although sometimes I ponder, are they quoting me out of kindness or out of pun bridal fear? I am the cracker of wisdom. I am the feeder of backs. Wow. Uh, A terrifying, terrifying (laughs) note from the wisecrack bandit who has been writing into community building since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And now you get the joke. Uh, it's uh, it's y'all's podcast, but if this were mine, uh, I I'd be calling the shut uh, it down. All right, uh, don't yeah, ask me twice. Calling it, I'd be calling it. I think uh, it's kind of terrifying, really. Yes, we're going home. Uh, <laughs> the wisecrack bandit making their voice heard here WCB. on the podcast. I mean, you know, like people could send in more feedback, and then maybe we wouldn't be having to quote the wisecrack bandit every week. Sure, but, send in uh, your feedback, community at PushyRecaps.com. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, if the puns are good, you got to keep reading them. I'm Got to keep reading them. I don't disagree. Yeah. All right. The Meow Meow Beans time. Uh, and yeah, just looking at what I did, either everybody got a 5 or a 4.5. Uh, excellent episode for basically everybody. I mean, excellent episode for everybody. Every single series regular did tremendously well. The 4.5s go to Britta and Abed just because I don't think that they had like a thing that put them all the way to, to the max for me. But every other character did. Uh, Jeff and Annie as the detectives, I thought this was the best utilization of the will they, won't they in a long time. Troy uh, as the victim, uh, unbelievable work from Donald Glover. Shirley is great, her role in the very first scene of this episode uh, and bringing the Bennett boys in to, to do the acapella creep was really tremendous. She also gets the emotional gut punch, and I think Yvette Nicole Brown delivers it really, really brilliantly well. This is an all-time Dean episode for me as well. Chang, we're back, baby. All we needed was this extra-large churro in your real mouth to get you full five meow meow beans from me. Uh, so fives to everybody except for Brennan and Abed, who get a 4.5. Pretty, pretty good episode for uh, the cast of Community. Antonio, with your uh, your inaugural Meow Meow Beans, what did you do here? I felt the same way as you about Britta and Abed. I took him down to four from 4.5, but it's the same reason. It, and it's also that I buy almost everyone else on this list, save Troy. 
uh, as a fundamental, as a possible ACB candidate. And I don't buy Britta and Abed. I just, it's not there in what the, what their performance was and the moments that their characters were given. Uh, I don't buy them as likely candidates. I know they're in the uh, montage at the end, but I just having watched the episode almost 10 times, probably at this point, uh, I, I, they don't, they're not on the map for me. So I was a little lower on them at four. Uh, I had Shirley and Chang at 4.5. I agree with everything you said about them. Uh, I just felt like the fives needed to stand on their own in this particular instance, because especially Annie and Troy were so good, uh, so good with what they were given and what they did. And Jeff and Dean also really crushed it. So I had those four to five uh, and then Shirley and Chang at 4.5 and Britta and Abed at four. But uh, I, I have no qualms or quibble with anything that you did, Josh, or I'm sure Jess looking like what you did because uh, this episode crushed it for me for sure. Yeah, Jess, uh, just to start you off, you gave Chang a four. I did. He earned the four. Um, the, the moments he is in the episode are very funny. I don't have any issues with him. So he does get a four. Uh, the only other person who didn't get a five is Britta who got a four and a half. Um, I love the line. We don't know if he likes butts or hates them. Huh? Uh, like That line does crack me up, which is what got her to a four and a half. But I do think, um, she doesn't get as much funny content as the others. Abed got the five because I do love his roasting of um, procedural characters who just have like it's it's, it's very funny. It's just bad, oh, bad writing, bad writing. Yeah. And him giving um, Troy all the blankets and uh, and cups of water also kills me. So he gets a five as well as everybody else besides Chang and Britta. Um, excellent episode, excellent utilization of nearly every single character on the show, including like not only did we service our main cast, there were so many uh, people that were eligible for the Dean's list, like an embarrassment yes. of riches. Yeah, it was hard. You really, this was hard. Yeah, you really have to shout out the show for uh, just brilliant, brilliant writing this episode. A really, and, really yeah. great character forward episode of Community, which is uh, what the show does best when it does it this well um jeff currently leading the meow meow beans for season five 38.5 yes. meow meow beans a full three meow meow beans ahead of abed in second place with 35.5 troy at 35 uh trying to make a mark before he leaves i don't know when um nervous that's that's hard right now i have to say is knowing that yeah. it's not long for the show but i have no idea how long no yeah. clue. Please don't tell me. I won't uh, tell you. If I anybody just, does, you're a terrible person. Yeah, don't tell me this one because I really don't know. I just want to get sideswiped by tuning into the episode. Um, yeah, it's going to happen. You're going to be watching an episode and three quarters of the way through, Shirley's going to come through and say, <laughs> Troy's gone. Troy's you know, gone. Troy died. Uh, Troy's and, then, and then Dean. Uh, oh, one of my cats just showed up with the cat car. Hey, Lolo. Uh, <laughs> Dean, 33.5 at four. Then Britta, 31 and a half, tied with Shirley. Chang and Annie just behind, 31 meow meow beans apiece. So I can't believe Annie is at the end. This is criminal. Hey, you know, uh, what? Truly, and you know it's not my fault. (laughs) I know it's not your fault. I'm not doing anything. I didn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. I I gave Annie a two when she decided to razz Jeff about his teaching. Listen, I do do apologize. That was aberrant behavior, to be fair. I didn't love it. I have to tell you. Oh, I met your ranking. I didn't love it. (laughs) I'm just kidding, Josh. I didn't love it. I love you. I didn't love love it. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. <laughs> I didn't love it. But I appreciate but... those who feel like it was warranted. And I feel like there have been some great justifications that have come through. I remain unconvinced, but I appreciate 
the perspectives. Yeah. That felt uh, like a fake I'll... butt. You just admitted that you own a fake butt. <laughs> I already had one. <laughs> uh, so the Dean's list. Uh, Jess, you go, you're going for real Neil. I gotta go real Neil. Here's the thing. I have to say, Neil hasn't shown up on our Dean's list a ton. Yeah, I, I agree. think there are other like flashier side characters who tend to get points over him. And as a as a podcaster, I loved Real Neil on the radio. I thought he was so great. And of course, like you have to shout out the moment where he tell you know he says Pierce, level up now. It's time to level up. Um, he hits all the beats for me. Uh, I think like it's it's easier to give it to like a Garrett or maybe even like a Leonard in this episode, but I have to give it to my man Real Neil. I think that's fair. I was uh, I was all in on Real Neil, but I feel like I do want to spread the Dean's List love in this episode, so I'm gonna pivot. It was Neil. I'm going to give my Dean's List point <gasps> to the ass crack bandit. Oh, you know it? why? Ass Crack Bandit got away with it. Ass Crack Bandit never got caught. ACB, bad behavior. We do not like it. It's not good behavior. But Ass Crack Bandit managed to walk away unscathed and delivered a Hall of Fame community episode in the process. So Mm -hmm. to the ACB, have this Dean's List point. Um, Antonio, from the ACB to the ACM, what have you done with your Dean's List point? Real Neil is an incredibly persuasive argument, and I can see why both of you put that there, the button on the D&D story, the moment, um, if you call it a moment, with the Pierce eulogy uh, between Neil and Pierce there to end that is really, really good. And it's just taking a season's-old thing uh, and reminding us of it in a very clever and subtle way. So I understand that. Uh, speaking of season's old things, though, the fact that Professor Duncan is not on Community after season two and he comes up sort of loose references here and there in the background in seasons uh, three and four uh, that he shows back up. Uh, he immediately emerges with his storylines intact, talking about Britta, roasting everyone as soon as he walks into the room uh, with a care- with a joke on his lips about he was taking care of his sick mother. She's she's still around, but he put in his time. It's time to come back. Uh, very funny how he walks into the thing. He's a believable candidate for the ACB. Uh, we get to spend some time in the original one of the original sets from the pilot, right? His office. Uh, so it's uh, Professor Duncan is where my vote goes. Uh, Ian Duncan, noted Liverpool fan, John Oliver gets my vote for the Dean's list. Here. I love it. So Duncan's on the list. Neil's on the list. The ass crack bandit is also on the list. We now get to the final portion here. The cool, 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 coolant system to rate each and every episode on a scale of zero to four. You can write in with your scores out there, communitybuilding at postshowrecaps.com. Send in your scores for every episode. We're all fours, right? Uh, everyone's yeah. all in. This is four cools. How is it anything other than that? Um, I mean, it could be that for other people. For me, this is a perfect episode of Community. Everything that I could possibly want. Yeah. It's all Same. here. It has everything. It has an, a, like a perfect episode of Community for me services most, if not all, of the main cast, um, as well as makes me laugh. Uh, and has heart. And I think this episode has all of those things. So I had to give it a four. It has heart and it's got butts. butts. Hearts uh, and butts. I knew it was you know? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? I, 
I it's a four for me for sure. In part, I remember when this came out. I was a hardcore community fan, such that I still to this day cannot watch or appreciate or enjoy the Big Bang Theory because it was always pulling those broader eyes, and I was so concerned mm. living on pins and needles. What's the community number going to be? What's the number yeah. in the demo? What's the ratings going to be? And it was always Big Bang Theory. Yeah, it so, yeah. certainly felt like it. BBT. So not to yuck any not to yuck anyone's yum. I'm just telling you, I'm still carrying that with me. And I remember when this episode came out, a lot of the critical reviews were like it was a good episode but you know the best community parodies also find a way to tie into some character story or bring that with it and it's like come on like not only yeah, is the jeff yeah. and annie stuff at the center of it but it services all the characters in ways that you're saying and knowing what is to come in season five knowing the stuff with pierce and how that uh is like a sideways thing and, and it's like we don't death does not pause for parody it does not do that so i love the fact that this episode felt different to uh past parody episodes in a way that makes it feel in some ways superior to them so it's a four across the board for me, for sure. uh it's a four from all three of us the audience average is so close it's 3.91 yeah. it makes the current average for this episode of community 3.98 for season five, episode three, the clubhouse leader here in season five. And yeah, it's got to be super competitive for the top spot. It's I don't think it's the top, but it's definitely within the top three episodes to my to my knowledge. I'd have to actually go look at the numbers, but I think it's in the top three right now. It's wonderful. Uh, yeah. I think well earned. Uh, mm -hmm. Love to see it. Season five has been tremendous so far. Uh, the most I've enjoyed community in a long, long time. Uh, so really, really fun stuff. Antonio. What a pleasure to have you here hanging out with us, debasing yourself with our <laughs> shenanigans. Hardly, hardly. I love in shenanigans. Greendale. Uh, great time, Antonio. Thank you for coming through. Thank you very much for having me. I, I'm only my only regret is that it took this long. Uh, and if there's some way to get on before the end of the run, I'd love to do it again. I'm sure that we can make that happen. Antonio, I normally say like this, where do you where do we find you? And you're hiding a little bit. I'm out there, baby. I'm out there. Uh, you can find me anywhere you want. You just have to know how to do it. Uh, but one of the ways that you can easily do it, Josh, what's my email address? Can you remind me? Yeah, Antonio <laughs> at postshowrecaps.com. I always accidentally almost give out the other one, and that's wrong. So Yeah, you, you want to send Antonio some fan mail, a love letter, a missive from the ass crack bandit? You can do that, Antonio at postshowrecaps.com as Antonio is uh, pulling levers behind the scenes to tighten the ship and make this podcast. Uh, we're leveling up, not unlike, well, hopefully yes. we're not dying. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but post a recap, so we're going to level up Could here. Be. Could be, you never know. You never yeah. know what level. Uh, I might pull the wrong lever. And, and Antonio is uh, is guiding us towards the next level. So you want to send Antonio an email, please do, Antonio at posterrecaps.com. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Jess? Mm-hmm kind of shit have the 90s taught you recently and where can people find you and what else do you so, have going on yes over here on pusher recaps i'm still talking national treasure edge of history edge that's got to be getting close to the end gosh i gotta tell you you got you and marissa gotta oh, be at the edge of the edge of like history no 10 episodes completely unnecessary um not really a spoiler alert but i guess kind of a spoiler alert but kind of who cares there's gonna be a jailbreak in this show perfect that's great 
exactly what we needed. Um, yeah. yeah, but that podcast is very fun. This is I highly recommend. You don't even need to watch the show. Just listen to the podcast. It's very fun uh, moment with me and Marissa over there. Um, and uh, yeah, beyond that, I am playing The Last of Us uh, on one of the many podcasts covered here on Post Show Recaps uh, with Zed, uh, Brooklyn Zed. It is so much fun so very terrifying i'm very bad at the game i get very frustrated i need a mini map please um so just go listen to that podcast uh i'm getting back together with zed actually very shortly uh after this podcast shit. Very to talk fun. about it it's it's a mess it's a hot mess but it's very fun very um, fun yeah the yeah. first podcast was a blast to listen to uh and i think given what happened in episode two of the last of us and what you're going to be playing I suspect much death <laughs> awaits much death. in the podcast. Uh, yeah, luckily I'm playing on easy mode, so not as much death for me as there is for Zed in their future. Um, but uh, yeah, and then also you could find me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me covering Dawson's Creek as well as, as some other uh, 90s content. We're coming up on February, uh, which means that we had to do some kind of rom-com content. You know, it is the month of St. Valentine. Uh, and who is the rom-com queen but Sandy B? So we're going to be doing some Sandy B content. Very excited for that. Um, Josh, before before I throw it back to you to end things, I do have to ask you, final guesses on who ACB actually is. Um, final oh, yeah. guesses on who ACB actually yeah. is. I like my Professor Hickey theory. I feel okay. like we just don't know enough about the guy, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he he says that he he's bad at apologies and drawing duck bills, uh, which means that he would be talented at slipping quarters down cracks and getting away yeah. with it. Okay. Uh, I feel like uh, Professor Hickey is is my ass crack bandit. That's where he, I'm. He landing. knows a lot about criminology. Yeah. Uh, and as a criminal, as a person with knowledge of criminology, could be a person who could get away with it. How to get I don't away know with the- it. I don't know about the timelines lining up like uh, the previous uh, crackings occurred prior to him coming onto the show. But that doesn't mean he wasn't. Uh, He was he was here. He'd been he's been at Greendale for 15 years. Yeah. Good point. Good point. True. Yep. Good point. And he would have the patience to to wait uh, however long it was. Mm -hmm. I think he's the ass crack bandit. Jess, who do you think is the ass crack bandit? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, my um, so I like two different theories, one being it's not just a single person because everybody has ways that they're benefiting. Like we talked about, like Shirley, right, is getting more money from it. Right. Um, Abed, it's it feels like a very obvious like Abed loves like to, to parody things. He would be like, this is like a movie. Um, um, I think for me, though, I think that's one theory that I really do like because I think there are a lot of people that benefit from the crackings. And it also kind of makes sense that when you can eliminate a suspect, uh, okay, maybe it just means they're eliminated from that cracking, not all crackings. Um, but the number one suspect on my list is Annie. Um, Annie oh. makes the most sense to me. Um, her doing it to get closer to Jeff makes a lot of sense. And I think the only thing that quote unquote rules her out of contention is the fact that she couldn't sprint that quickly from one cracking to the next. She could have just lied about that very easily. Um, so Annie is my other top suspect, especially given the the look that she gives Jeff at the end of the episode. And um, I think it is her because um, it's just like they always write, you know, those like crimes where the victim, the, where the, the perpetrator likes to remain involved in the case. Sure. Mm. Annie is head detective in this case. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> Antonio, what about you, Antonio? Final final prediction or theory. I'm not I I don't deviate far from Jess. I think the anti argument's compelling. I do like the idea that multiple people are taking advantage of the crackings to uh, perhaps participate in crackings of their own to bolster up some aspect of what they want. I find the idea that it could be Dean Pelton pretty persuasive in many respects or the overarching ACB. He claims he doesn't want publicity, but is doing a press conference at the beginning of the thing. Uh, the Troy's mm-hmm. law thing is exactly the kind of reason uh, the pretext for doing the crackings would be to get some kind of thing like that passed that he would be interested in. So I used to think it was Shirley. I used to feel, feel very uh, compelled by the fact that Jeff and Annie had chased a suspect what they thought was down a hallway only to find Shirley reemerging from said hallway, uh, along with the fact that she's benefiting selling shirts, uh, mm-hmm. Shirley sandwiches, no change, all of that. All of that's really appealing to me. Uh, but I think that the most likely theory is that it's it's multiple people. Uh, it's multiple people because yeah. I find the Shirley argument, the Annie argument, the uh, Pelton argument, the Dean argument to all be pretty convincing uh, so it can't be all of them. So it can be or it could be all of them. It can't be none of them. So it could be all of them, I guess, is what I'm getting. at. All right. Well, if you've got ass crack bandit theories, tag me in the discord. If I can read them, I hear there's the season six stuff that I there's can't a, look at. But that there Tony is tag? A, yeah, there's a <laughs> there Tony is like a little me. bit of a, a drop of a, a question mark, a little bit of a hint given in season six that we all won't right, talk well, about. If it's, uh, yeah. if it's otherwise safe to do it, hit me up. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you're not a patron yet, hey, great time to do it. Patreon.com slash post show recaps. So next week, we were not able to have Ariel on the podcast last time. We have rescheduled. Ariel is joining us next week on the podcast. I just recorded a really fun Oscar nominations reaction podcast with Ariel and Grace. Uh, very, very fun times. So Ariel is joining us next week for episode four of season five, Cooperative Polygraphy. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a good one. This is one of my favorite, not just season five episodes, but one of my favorite episodes. My gosh. Fantastic episode. Wow. This is, we're, in, we're in the good stuff. We're in the good place, Josh. We are in a, like I've said before, this is one of the best runs community has and this is one of those episodes um great i can't wait for that i think i'm gonna hop off the podcast and watch it right away and i will Uh, say after you've seen it let me know there is something else you if you want to watch you can um that is very very fun and it is uh it involves somebody who is very very close to the hearts of post show recaps right now okay all right all right sounds fun uh Mm -hmm. I will go and watch that right now, and it will become the fourth Community Season 5 episode in a row that I'll have to watch twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is not a complaint. I am thrilled You're not going to regret it. You will not regret watching nope. this one twice. Guaranteed. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. All right, folks, Community Building returning next week with Season 5, Episode 4. Thank you again, Antonio. What a delight. Really, really uh, wonderful to have you Truly on. Truly my pleasure. On the pod. Jess, fantastic stuff as always. Thank you out there, Community Building listeners, for making this podcast a continuing possibility, especially in this totally lit season of community, which I'm enjoying quite a bit. Until next time, everybody, Corey B, take us away. This is a show in season five. If I could Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Shut up, Leonard. Wiggler and Jazz, here till it ends. Needed to pass or fail Greenville with all of our friends. The brightest timeline makes you 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.